Oh shit! You hear my knee crack? Oh, yeah, that man. That, that, oh. that sounded rough. I gotta take some motherfucking uh, glucosamine. Glucosamine, yeah. I didn't tell you to cut the line. Did I tell you to cut the line? You cut the line. Sorry, they shut down before we could complete our trace. We did manage to locate the general area where the transmission originated. Where? Seattle, Washington. I got Michigan. I can make a bounce. <laughs> God. Gosh. Good evening, everybody, and just coming right in. Fucking bored. Bored is cutting out already on me and shit. Good evening, everybody. And welcome to the Fake Ass Radio Show. Fake Ass Radio. On SoundCloud. Whole lot of gang shit going on here, man. Whole lot of gang shit. A grip. All kinds of shit. I am your host, Scav D. Scav D. This show is brought to you by money. Honest, cold, hard day, worked hard day, paid green American money. Straight cash. Pick some up today. <laughs> this show is being recorded at the fake ass radio station 2.0. More on that in just a second. Coming up in the hour, we got music from Action Bronson. It's me. Tupac. And so much more. But first, I must introduce my co-host. He's the conditioner for my luscious locks. He's the blade to my razor. The man that makes everything run smoothly around here. <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, give it up. My main man, Gene Techman. Gene Techman, ladies and gentlemen. Blah, 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 blah. Yeah, what's up, Scabadizzle? Not shit. Not shit. I'm in the new studio, like I said. That's right. What? That's right. Oh, yeah, The fake-ass radio up. station. Fake-ass radio fake station. Radio 2.0, huh? 2.0. That's what you do okay. when you get a new podcast studio. You call it 2.0. Yeah. Yes, sir. Yeah, the garage, <laughs> garage studio. Man, it's almost complete. It's almost complete. <laughs> I gotta, out, gotta man cave it out a little bit more. A little bit more. I gotta put in a couch and a TV and a fucking entertainment system, system center fucking thing. But uh, mostly everything's yeah. everything's pretty much up. Everything's in place, man. We fucking did it up. Did it up in this bitch, man. Did fucking new insulation and drywall and fucking paint, carpet. Hell yeah. Motherfucking carpet in here, man. The garage. It's like office carpet, though. It's like, oh. you know, that's like that office carpet, but man. It's still carpet, though, man. God damn it. Your motherfucking garages ain't got no fucking carpet. Oh, if you got carpet <laughs> in your garage, you're swagging, man. Yeah. 
That's next a, level shit, bro. Got a ceiling fan in this motherfucker, too. Ceiling fan. <laughs> put some new lighting in. We put some can lights in here. There was, like, one light in the middle. And, uh, now we put up four can lights. So, uh, plus the light that's on the fan. So, five lights in here. It's nice and lit. I'm nice and lit. I'm celebrating tonight in the fucking fake-ass radio station 2.0, man. It's fucking beautiful, man. Got a re fucking refrigerator out here. Refrigerator and all my shit, all my music shit. I got a baby grand piano, man. What? It sits gorgeously to my left. And uh, I got my fucking, my 1988 Lars Ulrich-looking-ass drum set. The two bass drums and shit. <laughs> two bass drums, man. I ain't, I'm talking no bitch ass double bass drum pedal. I got two bass drums. Look up Lars' kit from fucking '88. That's my kit. That's what my shit looks like. Got that shit. <laughs> got my acoustic, my acoustic guitars out here, man. The whole gang is here. The whole gang is here. Finally, finally, got a place for my stuff, man. I'm gonna be buying electric guitars and basses and shit and amps to accompany all that shit here soon too, man. I'm gonna have a jam room, man. That's what I want to do. Ridiculous jam room. My neighbors are gonna be fucking pissed. <laughs> Fuck them. <laughs> Fuck them. No, I'm just kidding. I'm a considerate uh, neighbor. I'll figure out when's a good time to jam. You know, the kids you say make a jam. jam Is that what they fucking say? Jam. I don't. Somewhere they do. Okay. There's jam bands. You yeah, know that's what I mean? a timeless grape, word grape then. Okay. Fish. So I'm not totally out of it yet. So yeah, I'm getting comfortable in the new space though, man. I love it. It's like we doubled the size of our house too with this fucking garage, man. So <laughs> nice. I'm happy. Happy with how it turned out. My girlfriend's happy. The roommate's happy. They got to be happy, man. I don't have to lock them in their fucking rooms and we record anymore. Yeah. I am no longer, no longer the... You can podcast naked now, man. Yeah, man. No longer the aerial Castro of podcasting, man. So, be out here fucking doing my thing. Speaking of Ariel Castro, man, when did fucking Lansing become the Cleveland of Michigan? Did you uh, fucking see the story uh, about the fucking girl in Lansing? No, I missed it. I heard What's about this shit out here in Seattle. Um, long story short, this chick in Lansing, I think she's in her early 20s. She went to go and buy some fucking chronic. Went to go buy some Doja from the, the fucking dealer. And uh, the dealer, he fucking held her captive and he pimped her out for three days. Oh, shit. <laughs> right? Yeah, that's a shitty drug dealer, if you ask me, man. Jesus Christ. Make up your mind, man. You want to fucking pimp hoes or you want to slang fucking some trees? What, what, what do you want to do? <laughs> this motherfucker wants to do it all. But um, it wasn't Too just him. Too businesses though. going on. Yeah, right? This is fucking a businessman, man. Making moves. <laughs> it was him and two other broads that actually helped him. So, um, yeah, he had some help. But uh, they, they beat the shit out of this girl. Right? And they were giving her Epsom salt baths and shit. You know, to try to help with the bruising. No, oh, police, man. man, the police said it was some of the worst bruising they've ever seen. Oh, man. Yeah, man. Terrible. It's fucking terrible. God. Good old Lansing, Michigan. Yeah, it's fucking horrible. Horrible story. Mm. Horrible fucking story, man. They, uh, they were beating her with, like, brass knucks and shit. And belts and extension cords. And they said you can see an outline of a belt buckle in, a, in some of the bruising. 
Oh, shit. Yeah. Fucking A, dude. Horrible shit. God. Who does that? Yeah, right? Fucking. <laughs> <laughs> they're giving her drugs. They're force feeding her drugs so she could sleep at night, so they could all sleep at night, so they don't have to watch her. And, uh, and then they pimped her out. They fucking pimped her out during the day. Fucking dude, uh, the drug dealer, he posted some pics of her on uh, some online sex sites. Yeah. And people responded. Yeah. All right, man. Oh, dude, it gets worse. Was it on, was it on Craigslist? Probably. See, you know, shit like that ends I, up on Craigslist, man. You're probably maybe right. Maybe I did see something like that, man. I think I might have seen that in my social media newsfeed or something. I didn't look into the story, though. Wow. That's fucked up, man. This homeless dude came over, right? Get this. This homeless dude came over and fucked her. Ass, what? <laughs> fucked her with a, with a broomstick and a beer bottle. Man. Oh. Oh, I know, right? It's fucking horrible. That's not nice. <laughs> Hopefully not at the same time. <laughs> uh, they, they made her fuck another guy in front of a bunch of people. Like, put on a show. Um, then they're putting this poor girl to work, man. She's putting her to work. And that's just day one. They kept her for fucking two more days. Just kept beating her and pimping her out. They uh, had a gun a gunpoint, too, man. They had a gun, too. Forgot to mention that. Uh, God. So, so, yeah. Another day of this shit. And then day three, on the, the third day... It's like Jesus rising again and shit. On the third day, uh, <laughs> uh, she rose. <laughs> another uh, another chick who's friends with the drug dealer, right? She comes by and she catches wind of what's going on. You know that they, you know, they're beating a bitch in the basement and keeping her doped up. So, um, you know, she's not an evil sociopath like these other two fucking bitches. Uh, she wants to help this broad, right? So she she tells the dealer. Uh, let me take her over to my boy's house. You know, I'll get some more fucking loot out of her for you. Right? And the drug dealer's like, okay, that sounds like a good idea. And, um, you know, it sounds like a fucked up conversation to have with somebody, you know, even if you're trying to save someone. You know, it's like you're like begging to take somebody. You <laughs> know, like, yo, yo, let me take her, man. Yeah, yeah. Is she hot, man? She got to be hot, man. They, they ain't going to want to fuck her if she ain't hot, man. You got to really sell that shit to the drug dealer, you know? Oh, man. She ain't all bruised up and shit, is she? You know? So. Um, Just put her in some Epsom salt. She'll be okay. Drug dealer lets this good Samaritan, this chick, roll out with this girl who's been beaten and raped and drugged for three days, and uh, they went right to the police station. The girl took her to the police station and saved her. They filed a report, and then they caught the motherfuckers. Jesus. Again, worst bruising that they uh, police uh, said they've ever seen. So, um, I don't know. In the end, apparently, this the, the drug dealer thought this broad owed him uh, 280 bucks. 280 bucks? Yeah. I thought he owed her money, man. Maybe he fronted her some shit. Who knows? What the fuck? Probably not, though. I mean, if you think about it, like, if you get fronted some fucking some dope, are you going to fucking go back to the same dealer who you already owe money to? I don't, I don't think so. It doesn't make much. You just find somebody else to go to. Doesn't make much sense to me, you know? I'm sure he's mistaken. <laughs> Again, he's a probably she's a fucking shitty drug dealer. <laughs> you know? I never fucking kidnapped anyone when I was fucking selling weed. <laughs> 
I never fronted anyone shit either, though, but that's just fucking dumb. Yeah. So that's, that's um, bad business. Right. So, yeah, you didn't. I can't believe you didn't hear about this shit. You know, I caught a I caught a glance at it, man, but I didn't look into the story. But you kind of broke it down a little bit better for me. But oh, I didn't know it was fucked up, man. I didn't know it was that twisted. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. So they're treating the girl. The girl's being treated, and uh, these other three, the uh, the dealer, and then his two broad cronies are uh, they're getting brought up on charges. So um, this story has a happy ending. I, oh, I guess. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Right. <laughs> 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 yeah, another story that uh, doesn't have a happy ending. Well, uh, at least for uh, Conor McGregor, the uh, the money fight happened yeah. while we were away. Yeah, I had a few weekends ago, and uh, I'll tell you what, man, did you watch it? I did. I did right. watch it. Man. I did. I paid my hundred bucks. Pay my hundred bones, even did though I, I could bitch about it. Apparently, I can bitch about it because I guess uh, Showtime fucked up the broadcast for people. And they knew yeah. their, their their system wasn't ready to go, and uh, they they knowingly put out the fucking shit anyways. But uh, yeah. so I could probably bitch. It's probably too late now. But anyways, I ain't that fucking guy, man. Not that fucking guy. Yeah. <laughs> Not anymore, anyways. Not anymore. Yeah, right. I got some fucking. I got a little a few bucks yeah, now. Check him in. That cash machine. A few dollars. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> a few bucks now. You know. <laughs> Pay a hundred bucks for a fight, I don't mind. I feel like I've paid a hundred and fifty for some Floyd fights before, so I was like a hundred, cool. But um, yeah, yeah. Um, happened a couple weekends ago, and I, I'll tell you, I was quite surprised. Quite surprised by both of them, by Floyd and Connor. They um, just uh, I don't know started start off the start off the conversation. Uh, I, I'd say fucking Connor came out solid solid rounds right off the bat, right? You, you know, yeah, yeah, right out the gate, you know, man. Yeah, the the fight kind of went as expected for me. It, it I uh, I expected uh, Connor to come out swinging, and uh, and what I was saying is it was going to take three rounds for Mayweather to download his program, figure out what he was trying to do, his stance, you know, like how he's trying to swing at him. And uh, I think it was probably around the fourth, the end of the fourth round, that you really started to see the change of the the fight. I think. Uh, I think Mayweather kind of let him do his thing in the first couple of rounds. He was just kind of feeling him out. And then around the end of the fourth round, I think that's when you started to see Mayweather take a different stature. He took a different demeanor. And I think uh, I think that's when McGregor hit his point where he was putting up a good fight. You know, he, he, he landed some solid blows, you know. But mm-hmm. I think at that point, that was like the shift in the wind. All right. <laughs> like you're saying, Changed. man, yeah, first four rounds, Connor, pretty much. All yeah. Connor first four yeah, rounds. All day. Just trying yep. to find some angles to hit him with. I don't know, even though they're kind yep. of some weak angles. He was kind of kind of pawing at him. You know, pawing yeah. at him, trying to set up uh set up the left or whatever, you know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right. Yep. But uh and he let, and Floyd let him do it. Floyd was letting him do it too. I think he kind of rope a doped him a little bit. Like you said, I think he he, yeah. he rope a doped him. He kind of let Connor punch himself out. Uh, I'm not yep. sure if that was their plan to let Connor gas himself, but they they let him, and uh, yep. his shots clearly weren't hard enough to worry Floyd. Coming with some weak yeah. ass shots, probably. Yeah, you can see in yeah. the first round, early in the first round, Connor hits him, hits Floyd with a few shots, and Floyd he smiles at him. Yeah, you know, <laughs> smiles at him. I don't know if you caught that. 
Go back and watch I it. I did. I um, did catch it. I did. Yeah. Yeah. So you probably knew then. This this motherfucker doesn't stand a chance. Right. <laughs> you know? So he smiled because of that shit. He was like, "Oh, that was your knockout punch." <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I know okay, I would. Yeah. I'd smile too, man. That's fucking money in the bank right there, man. Easy mm-hmm. work, man. Easy work, as Floyd would say. But uh, yeah, it's like normally uh, Floyd, he's 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 running around, you know, he's avoiding getting hit a lot of times, very defensive, and uh, I, I felt like he kept the shit real close. He kept it real close this fight, and he uh, he was coming in head first a lot of the times, man, coming in with his head down, yeah. and uh, he, he he was giving Connor something to hit, yeah, giving him giving him something which makes sense if he's you know if he thought Connor's shots were pussy, yeah. You know? Just let the dude punch himself out. Fuck it. McGregor caught my man with a uh, a nice uppercut. He did catch Mayweather with a uh, a solid uppercut that I was like, ooh. Yeah, he kind of jawed him. <laughs> yeah, he jawed him a little bit. I can't remember what round yeah. that was in. Yeah. It was one of the earlier rounds. It was like the mid round, one of the mid rounds, maybe like the sixth or seventh, maybe. Yeah. He got him with a few good shots, but. uh. Yeah, yeah. Mayweather's a defensive king, man. He, uh, I mean. And let's be honest. Let's really let's really take a look at it. This was uh this is McGregor's first pro boxing match to number fifty plus. You know what I mean for uh, Mayweather? Like he was he was stepping in the ring with a seasoned pro. You know, it's like playing basketball with your great uncle that played street ball of his <laughs> life. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> like he's gonna he has all the moves in his back pocket. Like he just don't stand a chance. He sunned him. <laughs> and honestly, I was a little concerned. Uh, the first uh, part of the fight about Floyd's approach with the, keeping it close and him taking yeah. uh, taking all the shots that he was taking and uh, yeah. not really counterpunching as much as he normally do. Um, yeah. So, yeah, I gave Connor the first four rounds. Yep. But by the end of the fight, man, you can just tell, man, my fucking Connor was gassed. Yeah, gas man. He's like a panting dog by the end there. Yep, he was holding on for dear life. And that's when Floyd fucking made his move, man. Just pounced on him. Yeah, and took him out. Took him out with fucking more fucking power punches in a row that I've seen Floyd throw. It, I think ever, <laughs> man. Just knocked yeah. him around the ring yeah. in the last fucking round, and uh, yeah. the ref stopped it. Man, yeah. he had to stop that shit. I think he landed like 17 out of 20 unanswered punches. Right. Yeah, it's like 20. Yeah. 20 fucking hard power shots, man. Yeah. It was a melee. And at a certain point, you know, like, what did McGregor say? He was like, you know, he should have let me fall. Like, dude. Yeah, but no. You no. know what I mean? Like that's just yeah, boxing. They, they when you're when you boxing. can't yeah, you can't defend yourself anymore, that's when they stop shit. They've been doing it for fucking right. decades now. That's how the sport works and what should have happened is your guard shouldn't have been up and you shouldn't have let that many punches hit your face. That's right, for happened. sure, man. I mean, he hadn't thrown a punch in easily over a minute, you know? Right. <laughs> that's what should have happened. You should have guarded your fucking face. That's what really should have happened, bro. And then just like we said months ago, man, Floyd takes the fucking dub, man. Takes yeah. him down, man. Fitty and O. Fitty yeah. and O, man. Riding off into the sunset. Undefeated. Yeah. Undefeated. He says this is his last fight. He says this is his last fight. I believe it. I believe it. Yeah, 50 and O. Yeah. That was it. 
video, yeah. that's a hell of a legacy right there. That's a hell of a leg. No and, one will ever do that again. No one. In in his world, that was the perfect way to go out. To be honest with you, you yeah, know, like big spectacle. How else? Yeah, big spectacle. Like MMA. Like I'll 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 tear this Trump up in a ring. Let's just make something fun and big out of it. You know what I mean? And oh if yeah, he thinks he has a shot. Let's let him think he has a shot. You know, but honestly, nah, McGregor like. It's just a different sport. MMA and boxing, and it's one of those things like, you know, to me, all the MMA meatheads that don't understand the true sport of boxing, it's like calling baseball golf. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, it's it's a different... It's a different sport. It's not the same thing. Like, yeah, you're throwing punches, and that's the one thing that's like saying, like, you're using a ball. You know what I mean? Like, we're using a white ball. Like, yeah, okay, cool, but it's a completely different animal. You got three rounds, you got gloves, you know, or three-minute rounds, you got gloves, 12 rounds. Like, it's it's calculated. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, it's, it's a calculated sport. Like, it's not just, you know, if I can punch this guy until he knocks out. It's, like, it's completely different. And I think McGregor faced that in the worst way possible. Floyd Mayweather, he just, nah, man. It just, I, I just didn't see it happening. Couldn't. Mayweather has just been, he's been such a great athlete, great boxer for so many fucking years, man. He's just like impeccable as far as his defense goes. Like, there, I can't say there's many uh, boxers out there that have had a better defense than Floyd Mayweather. Hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. Pretty face. I'll, I'll say with pretty that. Pretty face. I'll say that. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, at the end of the day, that's just where McGregor couldn't penetrate him. Boom. Nope. Yeah. Nope. <sighs> Mayweather said, spread them cheeks, boy. <laughs> and all those dumb motherfuckers that was on Connor's dick too, man. They get to eat their words too. Yeah, all of sure. them. And Connor too. I, he talked all that shit, yeah. all that shit, and couldn't back it up. Yeah, I was at a I was at a sports bar and I was talking mad shit. I was talking mad shit the entire <laughs> fight. I was I felt like I was surrounded by like McGregor uh, fans, and I was actually there with oh, one of my man. buddies. Buddies, he was a McGregor fan. You know what I mean? And uh. He had a shirt on. He had a shirt custom made and everything. And I was like, oh, bro, man. are you wearing that out in public for real, man? <laughs> I'm like, <laughs> here, let yeah, me put man. a kick me sign on the back of you too. Know, you're fucking... <laughs> <laughs> Room for the wrong motherfucker, man. <laughs> so it was, it was like, it was like third or fourth round. It was like, no, it was third round. I'm like, third round. Third round, we're gonna see what's gonna happen because, like, clearly McGregor was, you know, he was looking sharp. You know, yeah. I was like, third round, third round, and it wasn't third round; it was the fourth round. And in the fourth round, that's when everything changed. And I, like, mm-hmm. I was like, I told you, and I was like, this is where it changes. I was talking shit the whole fucking fight. Man, he and, um, he probably could have taken him out a little bit sooner. <laughs> Who knows? But uh, yeah. Connor, though, man, yeah, talked all that shit. He was all gentlemanly afterwards, right? Mm-hmm. No, I, I was but fuck that. I was kind of weak, man. He talked so much shit, man. He called him a fucking uh, what did he call? He called him a Malteser. <laughs> you know what a Malteser is? It's like a British milk dud. Oh, really? Yeah, man. That's like that's kind of racist to me. Yeah, <laughs> no, yeah. I would say, I would say so. You gonna be all humble and shit now, man? Fuck out of here, that shit. And Connor played himself too. Just like uh, fucking, started, uh, just like Kathy Griffin. They both look alike he started too. Playing, started playing that Kendrick. Be humble. <laughs> Sit down. 
<laughs> and he dissed his dad, dissed Floyd's dad too. He dissed the whole family. Yeah, he had he had an entire nation going. Fuck the Mayweathers. Mm -hmm. <laughs> he got his ass whooped for that shit too, man. Got his ass whizzazazazooped, uh, zooped yeah, down. Fucking a man, Floyd Mayweather, money team. Fucking good for you, motherfuckers, man. Good for you. Yeah, yeah. Way to go, money team. Hell yeah. Riding off in the sunset, yeah, yeah. man. Riding off in that sunset. Yeah. Both these motherfuckers swimming in money. Yeah. Just fucking swimming in money now. Speaking of swimming, man, how about uh, Houston? <laughs> man, that shit's absolutely <laughs> nuts. <laughs> Uh, yeah, yeah, that, that shit is absolutely nuts, man. There's a uh, there's a lot of crazy shit going on. Hurricane Harvey, Houston, man, it's fucking yeah. shit up down there. It's like fucking like Walking Dead. Yeah, I can't even imagine. I I, I don't really I don't want to. Oh. There's uh so there's like like fifty inches of water in some yeah, parts, man. man. That's in, a in lot. Texas. Yeah, that's a lot. Man, I can't believe it. Now, I've been to Houston. I lived in Austin. Uh, so I can't even imagine. I know I have friends that live in Houston. And, uh, yeah, yeah I think they, they dipped out, man. This, it, it fucking just, uh, I hear it displaced more than uh, a million people. Woo. Yeah. A million motherfuckers. That's insane. A million people. Insane. A million people, man. And, uh, I don't know, man. I guess like every other fucking disaster before this one, uh, as per usual, the motherfuckers in the media, they uh, they criticized others for for not doing enough fast enough. I.e. Yeah. Uh, Joel Austin. Or is it yeah, Osteen? Yeah. Is it Austin? Osteen? Yeah. What is it? Uh, I think it's Osteen. Osteen. Yeah, I think it's Osteen. Joe Osteen. You know that that preacher. Joel Osteen, the, the televangelist. A preacher who always seems... A preacher. I'm sorry, I'm calling him a televangelist, but he's a preacher. Yeah, that preacher who, who always seems... Uh, he always seems happier than you. You know? Well, not you, Gene. I'm talking to, like, the fucking uh, people who, <laughs> who want to hate on Joel Osteen or Osteen. <laughs> but uh, someone in the media, right, they started this idea that Joel Osteen was a dick... Uh, because he didn't want to open up his mega church to the Harvey victims, which is bullshit, man. It's bullshit. His church was getting flooded too. Yeah. You know, people didn't know that shit. They just want to assume right off the bat he couldn't do it. But uh, yeah. that's not what motherfuckers report on. They they don't talk about that. They just talk about him. he's got money. He needs to help now. And uh, if he doesn't, then uh, we're gonna hit him with some good old fucking fashioned American. Ignorant backlash, right? <laughs> <laughs> you know, he eventually opened the thing up. You know, when it was safe, but by then it was it was too late, and the motherfuckers and the people in the fucking yeah. the you know people were having a field day about how fucking Joel Osteen was a dick, and uh, you know Joel Osteen doesn't care about black people. <laughs> you know, like. <laughs> you know, like <laughs> <laughs> I don't like Joel Osteen. I don't fucking care for him. I don't know shit about him, just to be clear. But uh, I think the shit people were saying about him was unfair. Yeah. Right? Counting his money. Counting Joel's money and deciding how he what he should do with it. 
Yeah, you know when I uh, when I first saw the information about him uh, not opening his church, I uh, I wasn't so quick to say anything because you know what I mean. Like social media definitely could run with a fucking story and turn it into fucking aliens from outer space with sombreros on their fucking head. You know what I mean? <laughs> but it, there's this consciousness that's easy to play on with media with things like that. You know what I mean? Like. It's easy to play on the, the the minds of people, you know, because they're quick to jump to conclusions about fucking anything and everything. So, you, right. know, you know, you would think a church would open up. But, yeah, you know, then you see the next backstory of what's going on in the fucking church. The church has flooded before when it was once a stadium for the fucking Houston Rockets. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, yes. And they had to fucking put up special walls and special structures yep. for the facility. You know, to be able to handle that, and they still got flooded. Right. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. Motherfuckers don't report on that. Yeah. So, See, you and I are the the ones that got to go and research this shit, and we find out. Yeah. yeah. Scav D and Gene Techman. Yeah. Informed people. I'm not a Joel Osteen fan either. Like, fuck him and everything else. But, like, straight up, that, yeah. Everybody spoke a little too soon to talk shit, and uh, honestly, I agree. It ended up making it ended up making the guy look like a champ because then he mm-hmm. ended up opening his fucking mm-hmm. church, and like now he has thousands of new followers that are going to be trying to pack the house next week. So guess there you what? Chicka 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 ching. Yeah yeah yeah. He's smiling no. back on stage again. He's smiling his ass off. That like, grin is way bigger, you. right? Yeah, yeah, that that worked perfectly. Thanks, everyone. Thank you, Jesus. I was not quick uh, to judge Joel Osteen either once I heard about Cheers. this shit because yeah. he doesn't have to do a goddamn thing for Houston, right? Yeah, no. He doesn't. That's his right. True. He, he, you yeah. know, it's not it's not up to, to us uh, to decide what he does with his property. That's bullshit. Right? Yeah. It's, it's certainly not right to lead a crusade against someone for not acting fast enough uh, for something either. These motherfuckers talking shit. They act, they act like children. <laughs> Whining little fucking children, man. They never learned the fucking lesson when they were little. When they were fucking kids, man. They never understood why fucking Billy wanted to fucking take his ball home and not play with anybody because the kids were acting like fucking dickheads. You know? You gotta, you gotta ask politely for something. Right? Let's fucking gimme, gimme, gimme. Motherfucker, <laughs> open your church. Now, that's probably kind of a bad comparison, but... Like you said, the, the, the fact remains. Like you said, he, he did... Uh, he, he, he brought his ball back out to play by uh, opening his church. Even after all these fucking children whined and cried and fucking called him names. So, I said it before, I'll say it again. Fuck you, mainstream media putting out all these unfair reports. Right. Get motherfucking people mad at a gentle preacher. You know? <laughs> I mean, it's just him, too. Like, why not fuck with another Houston celeb? Right? Like, why not Scarface? Yeah. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Scarface from right. Houston? From the Ghetto Boys and shit? <laughs> Where's your fucking money at, Scarface, man? How come you're not fucking helping Harvey <laughs> victims, Scarface? Fuck you, Scarface. <laughs> it's bullshit, man. I don't know. So I sit around in my four cornered room, stand a candle. This is flooded, man. This is flooded. <laughs> uh, yeah. So, like, right. I, like I kind of said earlier, um, 
People, 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 man. Uh, stop counting chickens that ain't yours. All right? Get your own motherfucking chickens and, and help some people. Otherwise, shut the fuck up. Or, <laughs> or die. Either or uh, would be fine by me. <laughs> all right, that's a little harsh, all right? They don't need, they, they, all right, they don't need to die. They need to die, but maybe they should uh, catch a cold. And shut the fuck up. All right, people. A really, a really bad cold. A cold that makes you want to go to sleep. <laughs> At nighttime, <laughs> aching, sneezing, coffee head, stuffy, fucking cold. I just want to go to sleep. All right. <laughs> Joel, we, we, we're with you, buddy. We're with you. You're going to be fine, Joel. <laughs> All right. Oh heck yeah! Want to get into some music, good sir? Man, let's get it. Let's get into those beats. Bro. All right, let's fucking bang some beats. Here we go. It's music time, and we got Joe Bag Joel Osteen. Fuck you, Scarface. All right. Let me in. Let me in. <laughs> I'm right here in my chinny chin chin. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking green jello. That band green jello. They yeah. Had, had to change their name to green jelly because they got sued. Yeah. Anyways, those guys were entertaining. Yeah, man. I those remember guys, that. When, what was that late, late, uh, early 90s, late 80s? It's like sort of mid nineties ish, like ninety five ish, ninety five ish, ninety yeah. three ish, ninety three ish. Yeah, green jelly, still a cool name. Yeah. What yeah. you uh, What you got tonight? Go uh, Go first, my friend. You know, um, I'm gonna start it off with a, a little throwback, and uh, you know, Dave Techman, perspective changer, hip hop <laughs> expert. <laughs> I just love uh, I love I love new shit and I uh, always keep my ear to it. But like I'm going back to like like an OG, like one of the like OGs. Now you would definitely say and uh, disputably one of the greatest rappers of all time, Mr. Tupac himself. Tupac. And um, off the All Eyes on Me album, which was definitely one of his uh, greatest albums. I would say a masterpiece, most definitely double disc album. Not many rappers were doing that at all at the time, and Tupac just came with a double disc, of a plethora of songs, you know? Like, I guess you would say, like, it was before the mixtape, you know? So he uh, he kind of just had a smorgasbord of tracks that were just great. Both CDs had a, a different vibe to them. This particular track, I believe it was on disc one, is um, he's accompanied with Mr. Redman and Method Man himself. Mr. All right. The high so high duo, uh, they're just fucking fantastic. And uh, who else do we have on this track? I think we have uh, the Dog Pound. That's right. Which was uh, which was a label made of Tupac on Death Row Records with Snoop Dogg. I mean, literally, the Dog Pound is uh, was always one of my favorite uh, hip hop groups of all time. They still disputably are in my top five, no question. The Dog Pound is uh, yeah. is is corrupt and dat n word daz. <laughs> that, that that nigga Daz. That and we're Daz. Daz, Daz. Dil- Daz Dillinger. <laughs> right. Yeah, yeah. Fucking uh and they uh they were just beastie MCs coming from the West Coast, man. They mm-hmm. like put like 
they put like a, such a twist into the skill of rhyme. Mm-hmm. And on this song, I think uh, I think it was super dope that uh, Tupac reached out to two East Coast MCs that were just fucking phenomenal: uh, Wu Tang Clan, uh, Method Man, and uh, Red Man. And honestly, man, I just think they all all everybody on this track just beats it up lyrically, and like the beat just snaps in your head, and uh, it's just funky as fuck, man. All right. So this is uh, it's classic. This is a classic track, engulf in this track, and listen to it again on the fake ass radio show. This is Tupac and Method Man and Red Man. I got my mind made up with Gene Techman and Scab D, baby. Yeah, yeah. Find an MC like me who's strong. You a motherfucking support with no verbal support. And when I command the microphone, I can deadly kind of. With a bear and a snake and a panda, I'm on those who can't withstand the more power game and make it possible for me to drop you direct to brain. Imagine if you born wishing the boss star. Finally realizing who the fuck you are when I pan the track. It's been misdemeanor with to be the greatest MC of all time. When I create a rhyme for the simple fact. When I attack the crack side, I'm intended to ride. Every time on high, I face with the scars beyond this front bar for me to put out my car. I face with a mirage, breaking the gas with a six eight all day. In an hour, my pay, assume the count the body. So mandatory, my elevation, my lyrics like orientation. So you could be more familiar with the nigga you facing. We must be pacing up the better than communication. Known the damage and highly flammable like gas stations. Sorry, I left that ass waiting. No more procrastination, give up the fake and get that ass shaking. I'm busting and making motherfuckers panic. Don't take your life for granted, put that ass in the dirt. You swear the bitch was planted. My lyrics motivate the planet. It's similar to rhythm nation, but dubbed out. Forgive me, Janet. Who's in control? I'm activating your soul. You know the way the game's getting told. Yo, two years ago, a friend of mine told me Alice and Crystal blows your mind. Bear witness to the dopest fucking rhyme I blow. Taking off my coat. Clearing my throat. I got my mind made up. Come on, Come on. get in, get into it. Tito, let it ride. Get with it. Tonight's the night. I got my mind made up. Come on, get in, get into it. Tito, let it ride. Tonight's the night. Well, I come stew with two packs of the bomb prophylax for protection for my fucking sack won't collapse. Uh. Cause nowadays, shit's evading the x-rays, sending young motherfuckers to an early grade. I wonder, if my terrifying tactics are torturing them seashells, my heart's as cold as the country. I like to find like thunder, I'm just too much. Rough and raw with that motherfucking poisonous touch. I'm an MC with lyrics, that's the fucking bomb base. It got this death before instant death like Bob X. My rhymes, I leave a mark on your mind as the deadly vibes spread to your head like sand pump. There's no escape, now I ain't blasting. I use my mental to assassinate assassins for those asking to pose the laughing. Raw, maniacal villain. Laughter enhances the chances of the killing. Why is that? Cause smiling faces deceive. You best believe, towards these, I'm the deadliest disease. My thoughts rip your throat and make it hard to breathe. Your whole camp's under siege, and I'm Jason Voorhees. And the heat of the night is when I defeat and ignite mics. My verbal spike, your vocabulary. I'm out the cut, uncut, and raw with no flaws. Balls, saw my rhymes, hit and split the bricks on the wall. Should already have an idea about the superior sphere. The greater rhyme creator on both sides of the equator. I rock from here to there to Philly and back to LA on the spot where I rock and bust like straps. As your views get overshadowed when you come in contact, beware, set and prepare to end the verbal combat. Fuck you, losers. Why you fake jacks? I make maneuvers like Hitler, sticking up with German. The Mr. Mepha Cow from Staten Now will be back after 
this mess dash, don't touch the dash. Really do you see an MC out for justice? Got my gunpowder and my musket. Blah Melons get swellings. I paint nipples pictures like Magellan. Half of my clans repeat felons. Niggas best protect they joints. The nine nickel. Man, I stay on point like I stickles. Now who wanna test the cow? Then test the cow. All up in your motherfucking mouth. Hash banger boogie. Catch me on tour without boogie. Let that man hold too tight. You can't pull me. Better take one and pass or that's that ass. Your vital statistics are low. When falling fast, Johnny bleeds out to get loot like Johnny Cash. Play your game of Russian roulette and have a blast. Hey yo, lyrical get spitting the criminal tactics. Non-believers get my dick and genital backwards. Let's face it, there's no replacement. Taste this mad underground basement. Shit I'm laced with. Avalanche on your whole camp when I'm splitting. Fuck Doctor Who spot, bitch, don't get it twisted. I got connects like Federal Express to get the fresh back of the bless. The dogs can't fetch. Got the clear spot from the rear block to bust till every nigga. Men I fear not, hold your nose and blow out till your ears pop Since your crew suit you the shift that you claim that your ears lock Whip, this underground, cannabis, I'm dangerous Like John the Bomb Analyst, flip MCs like keys My degrees trees consecutively like EPMD LPs Lick off a shot and hit your fan by mistake So I erase the whole front row at the wake I plan my escape in case J. Wall's snake busted I'm the one pushing the hearse in the first place Confidence for you shaky ass folks Pump for Rockefeller for the day he got smoke Choke off this antidote Got you old kickbooks By my lyrical Billy D45 coat I'm not gonna Yeah Fake ass radio show Fake ass radio show Scab D Tagman Tupac Yo 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 Featuring Redman Dog Pound Method Man. Method Man getting edited in that song. Yeah. I wonder what he says there. Who I knows? Know. Yeah. Sometimes rappers get edited. It made yeah. me think there for a second, man. It made me think of like when uh, Eminem, uh, he got edited on, I believe, his second album, that Marshall Mathers LP, where he says, uh, well, he obviously gets edited. He didn't say it on that album, but he he, he says, uh, I'll take seven kids from Columbine and stand them all in yeah. line. At an AK-47 yeah. or a revolver and Right, yeah. well, they edit him there, but, you know, you put it, put it together, you know what he's really saying. Yeah. And then, uh, Biggie Smalls, I, I, he got edited in, uh, Give Me the Loot, where he, uh, what did he, he said, bitches, bitches get strangled for their, for their earrings and bangles. Right? Yeah. They added, they added yep. him there, and, uh, he, he talks about, uh, what else does he say? He says, uh, I don't give a fuck if you're pregnant. Give me the baby rings and the number one mom pendant. <laughs> yeah. He gets hard. He gets edited yeah. in that song too. Yeah, rappers be getting edited. That's kind of shitty, man. I wonder what Method yeah. Man said there. Meth. Meth, holler at us. What'd you say there, man? Let us know. Yeah. What'd you say on that fucking verse? I could right. probably Google it, but I'm not going to do it right now. Fuck it. And that'll be for next week. I'll tease next week. Find out what Method Man Rap said. Video. Rap Genius website, man. You could uh, look up the lyrics and like, there's a breakdown. You could like click on the lyrics and there's usually like a, like a sub story or a link you can look at that'll break down like exactly what it is. It's pretty amazing. You know, Spotify is starting to do that shit too. Like I mentioned that Spotify was starting to play videos, and yeah. uh, if they don't have videos, they will post the they'll put the lyrics there, right? And yeah. then they'll do like a pop up video type thing where um, 
they'll cut to an interview of uh, the MC and he'll explain the yeah. lyric. Huh. So That's yeah, cool. Spotify's getting badass too. Yeah. Spotify getting badass. But yeah, next week we'll figure out what Method Man said. Hopefully. I'll tease that for next week. Yeah, yeah. Like uh, last episode, I, I teased uh, that I was going to play Action Bronson. Yeah, and I'm uh, me. you played a you played a joint off his new record, Blue Chips Seven Thousand. Yeah, and I kept saying Blue Chips Three. I fucked up there because uh, his last uh, his last Blue Chips was Blue Chips Two, but right. he decided just to take it to a whole nother level. So that's yeah. right. We're Shame up to seven thousand. All of a sudden, bad gene. <laughs> I'm not being a great hip hop expert there. Hey, sometimes we make mistakes. Hey. Sometimes these things happen. We're not always correct. Hey. We try to retract but, or, uh, uh, right? Not retract. What's the word? We try to, what, what, when, when the news fucks up and they got to fix it, what do they call that? Um, I don't know. I don't know what to call it. I have no fucking clue either. Oh, well. I'll fuck up a Steve Harvey. <laughs> we'll, there you go. We'll figure that out for next week, too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But, uh, yeah, I'm gonna play this fucking badass Action Bronson song off the same album, and uh, what can I say? The song's produced by uh, Knowledge. All right, dudes from Los Angeles. He's worked with uh, Joey Badass, uh, Kendrick Lamar, Anderson Pack, uh, all names we played on this show uh, before, just to name a few. Uh, here we find him and Action Bronson getting real motherfucking grimy, real yes. grimy. There's some dude named Big Body Bess on this song. I don't know where he pops up at, but... Big Body Bess is uh, Bronson's boy. <laughs> okay. Yeah. And if you've ever seen the show, Fuck That's Delicious, which comes on Viceland. It's Action Bronson's show. Uh, Big Body Bess usually accompanies him. Uh, well, he does a lot with a lot of the shows, but he's just a, he's just a big Albanian meathead. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay, that makes sense yeah. now. Yeah. Because right. I remember yeah. I used to watch that uh, Fuck That's Delicious on the uh, YouTube, but I don't have Viceland. Yeah, yeah. Viceland's awesome, man. You got to get that oh. sling, man. Sling's dope. Okay. Yeah. Think about that shit. But uh, yeah, these guys are bringing back that, that real hip-hop ruggedness with this fucking song. Okay? It's called Do-Rag Versus Headband. All right? Fat-ass radio show, Scab D, Gene Tackman. Yeah, yeah.
Fucking kidney stones, man. Big ass yeah. radio show. <laughs> Scab D. Gene Tuckman. Action Bronson. Yeah, fucking kidney stones. Kidney stones. I found that shit out on Monday. Not fun, man. I'm not pleased about that. Not one bit. I was working on the garage. I was setting shit up. I was putting in the carpet. And I go to take a piss. I look at my watch. I check the time. I look down at my commode. And uh man, the shit is the shit was just all fucking red, man. It's all Ugh. red. Just red in the bull. <laughs> uh scared the fuck out of me. Bruh. Pissing blood. Bruh. Absolutely terrified me. Bruh. Terrified. Terrified. That's <laughs> pretty much what I did too. Oh. <laughs> I've never had anything like this happen to me before. This isn't real life. Mm. This isn't real. I don't know what the this fuck. This isn't real. This is a bad, bad dream. This is a bad, bad dream. I don't know what the fuck was going on, man. I was oh, like man, bleeding. I feel so sorry for you, bro. Bleeding internally. I thought I was dying. I don't know what the fuck was going on. I don't know. Man. So I had Heather take me to the, the, the ER. <laughs> the emergency rooms right by my house. And I go in and I tell them I'm fucking pissing blood. <laughs> I'm still shaking up there at the, the counter. I'm I'm still freaking out a little bit probably. Uh, uh, so uh yeah, I fill out my paperwork and they took me right in. Damn. Which is surprising to me because it was Labor Day and it, the place was packed with people. And uh because my uh condition was so acute, I got to go in first. So I'm walking past all these Sick babies and, and junkies and shit. You know, I'm like, fuck you, baby. Fuck you, junkie, man. Scabs, piss and blood. Yeah. I'm going first, motherfuckers. <laughs> so, um, they take me back and they, they throw an IV in me, man. I actually took some blood first and then they gave me an IV. You ever had an IV before? Yeah, I have. Man. A couple you? times. I've had a few oh, surgeries. Oh, shit. Okay. Fuck. Mm-hmm. See, so I've never had one, man. I hate needles. And I hate veins and blood. So, again, I was freaking out when uh, he told me uh, he had to hook me up to an IV. So, uh, I, I had like a mini fucking panic attack right there uh, yeah. on the fucking yeah. uh, the hospital bed there, man. Between that and my bloody piss. 
I freaked out. <laughs> and, the, <laughs> and the guy was like, dude, you got to chill. <laughs> the nurse was like, he's like, I can't do this with you acting with you uh, freaking out like this. And I, was, <laughs> oh, shit. I, was like, I, gotta, I was like, all right. Oh, <laughs> it was bad. So uh, yeah, I, I I basically I buried my face in uh, in in Heather's armpit, <laughs> and I I let this dude do his thing, man. It fucking sucked. <laughs> it sucked. <laughs> uh, they gave me some fluids. And some shit. Oh man, <laughs> it was bad. That's funny. It was bad. Oh, I did freak man. out, I, dude. I don't like that shit. Man. Needles, needles will make people square, man. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, veins. It's the thing with veins. I don't like veins. I think that's what's really fucking me up. <laughs> yeah. like, this guy's gonna go in my vein. So. Yeah. Man. You know what? The older I get, the more squirmier I get about it. But now I just have to look away. I have to look away and like put myself on a happy place on an island. Oh, no, there was no, like... there was no happy place, man. There was no <laughs> island. There was only is an island. <laughs> Covered motherfucking veins and blood. <laughs> so yeah, they gave me some fluids yeah. and, and some some drugs, pumped some drugs through me, which you can taste. You can taste them. I can taste the shit in in my mouth. They so they injected it into my arm, and I tasted it in my mouth. It was like uh, metallic. It was it was fucking. Yeah. That was a trip. That was a trip. I didn't know that could happen. Yeah. Yeah. I got a CAT scan. I got a CT scan. That thing is crazy. You ever had a CAT scan? Um, Yeah, I have, actually. Yeah, it's crazy. Right? It's, just, it's like a circle. It's like a big uh, ring. No. Yeah, the one I went no, through no, was no, like no, a... I'm sorry. I, I've had two MRIs. Oh, That's okay. What it was, right? Yeah, see, okay. Yeah, not a CAT. See, an MRI is like a big machine. This thing was like a circle, right? Yeah. It was like a ring that they slide you through halfway, you know, kind of up to your, yeah. your arms, you know, up to your armpits. Mm-hmm. You know, but it, the thing starts spinning really fast. It's like a round. It's like a round housing with a spinning ring inside of it. Okay, and then they slide you through it. That's how. That's basically what it is. It starts mm-hmm. spinning really fucking fast too. I thought I was gonna travel back in time when this fucking thing started going. It was loud too. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> Great Scott. Mm-hmm. Well, I imagine the fucking ring. Violently breaking through the the housing and <laughs> cutting me in half. <laughs> uh, I was just thinking nothing but horrible fucking, horrible fucking thoughts and shit. Fucking horrible shit. It's fucked up. So they uh, they radiate me, and then they come back and tell me that I got uh, I got a kidney stone that broke loose, and mm. uh, it's passing through. Mm. Which is crazy because I'm not in any pain. I'm in no pain. I haven't mm. been in any pain since Monday either. I was pissing some blood, so who knows what's going to happen. They gave me some antibiotics and some shit. Uh, I'm not pissing blood anymore. So I don't even know if I passed this thing yet. They gave me a piss strainer to catch this thing, but I'm not using that thing. Fuck that. That's gross. <laughs> <laughs> so That's so funny. <laughs> it's fucked. So I may have already passed this thing. Uh, hopefully I did. I've read about just people. Co- just use a coffee filter. Yeah, right? I've read about people <laughs> passing these things without knowing it. So I don't know. I got a big old dick too. So maybe it is possible, man. 
Hot <laughs> dog in the hallway. Yes, sir. <laughs> I'm just a kidney stone passing through. Hey. <laughs> Wow, this oh, is a big penis. <laughs> I hope I pass it already, man. I really do. Everyone yeah. I've talked to about it, man, says that they, they don't have anything. They got no positives about it. None. Yeah, motherfuckers were like, I couldn't I'm, walk. I, could, I was throwing up. Motherfuckers were like, I can't. I was throwing up. <sighs> I hope I don't get that shit, man. I hope I passed it. God, and then there's still two more. There's like still two more uh, lounging in my kidney right now that haven't broken loose yet either. So uh, I got those Ooh. to look forward to as well. You know what they say kidney stones come from? Too much fucking. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. They, they call it the rich man's illness. Ooh. It, uh, yeah, because it, it happens to a lot of people that eat a lot of meat and drink a lot of alcohol. Ooh, that's me, man. The rich yeah. man, my fucking, dude, I ate a fucking steak. I got a big old fucking ribeye, thick cut, and I couldn't eat all of it yesterday. And then today I cut it up and I made some street tacos with the with the leftover steak. So, Ooh, yeah, that sounds good. and I'm drinking a delicious beer from Ninkasi right now, as a matter of fact, called Made in the Shade. Because, again, I'm not I, I'm not in any pain, so I have yet to uh, take any of the uh, Vicodins that they uh, prescribed me. So definitely don't want to drink and take those at the same time. So, yeah. God damn it, my fucking kidney stones. So yeah, we'll have to yeah, see how that goes, man. man. I'm sorry for you, bro. Yeah. Oh man, it makes me cringe just thinking about it. <laughs> it's a, it's a, it's terrifying, but I feel like knowledge is power, and I feel like I now that I know what it is, I feel a lot better about it, and I'm trying to do what I can aside from. Putting my dick in a strainer. <laughs> so, ah, shit. I, you, uh, you, know, you know that feeling. Uh, you know that feeling with um, when somebody like puts their finger in your belly button. Um, yeah. I feel like your kidney stone is in my belly button right now, man. Oh God, yeah, yeah. <laughs> kind of puckering up your butthole a little bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, shit. <laughs> All right, so yeah, man, fucking I, kidney stones, man. I'll be okay. I'm tough. I'm a survivor. Yeah, I'm not gonna give up. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> you wanna uh, you wanna get into the uh, second half of the music block? Yeah, let's get into the second half of the music. All block, right, man. man. What you got? Yeah. Um, I I have another young uh, young artist that's uh, hot on the scene right now that uh we've played on the show just a couple weeks ago um my man xxx tentacion yeah uh, he's an ass name and shit yeah <laughs> you know i found out a little bit more about his name man he's a he's a weirdo kid and he just makes i don't know i just like his music if i met him in person i'd probably be like man you're a fucking idiot you know <laughs> uh, but he uh he has this range in his music and his sound. He sings, he raps, and then he gets just like thrash core rappy. You know, like, yeah. it's just like... I've heard some of a, his uh, diverse styles, and yeah, I can appreciate that. Yeah, you know, and I there's something about that that makes me want to hear more. Like, what's next? It's, and, like, uh, it's like punk rap. Yeah, it is. It is like yeah. punk rap. It's very much like punk rap. And uh, he says that he wants to be a porn star. And uh, the XXX is... Uh, you know, just like anything else, uh, 
porno, and uh, the tentacion means temptation. So he ultimately wants to become a porn star. See, because NC-17 tentacion would sound weird. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah, but uh, but yeah, this uh, this song is uh, this album is um, just released uh, August twenty fifth. It's called Seventeen. It's a little bit more of a slower paced uh, melodic album, which is definitely different than his uh, his uh, previous bodies of work by far. But uh, but uh, the name of this song is uh, Everybody Dies in Their Nightmares, and uh, yeah, it's pretty smooth. It's pretty dope. I like it. All right, and. I think you should listen to it right now mm-hmm. here on the Fake Ass Radio Show. This is XXX Tentacion. Everybody dies in their nightmares off his 17 album on the Fake Ass Radio Show with Scav D and Gene Techman. Yeah. Tell the feeling like I tried in my damn mind. Tell the feeling like I'm rapping a damn lie. Tell the feeling like my life was a damn game. Nigga really wanna die in the nighttime. Only time I feel pain when I'm feeling love. That's why I said it on my face that I'm damn numb. Only time you got my mind when I'm all alone. That's why I'm never really alone in the nighttime. Change hoes like clothes, I can get attached. Cause these hoes five starters like lit matches. I've been feeling really lost, looking all attachments. I don't really go outside cause I hate traffic. I don't wanna go outside, get caught in traffic. Tell the feeling like I'm trapped in my damn mind Tell the feeling like I'm rapping a damn lie Tell the feeling like my life is a damn game Nigga really wanna die in the nighttime Tell the feeling like I'm trapped in my damn mind Tell the feeling like I'm rapping a damn lie Tell the feeling like my life is a damn game Nigga really wanna die in the nighttime Tell the feeling like I'm trapped in my damn mind Tell the feeling like I'm rapping a damn lie Tell the feeling like my life is a damn game Nigga really wanna die in the nighttime 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 Man, that's a quickie. Yeah, it's a quick little, little melodic little jingle. Minute and a half long. Yep. Which is cool. I guess that's cool. That fucking that, that, that Tupac song was like fucking ten minutes long and shit. It's got everybody on there, man. I had time to yeah. fucking rearrange my sock drawer, uh, make breakfast, and uh, call my grandma <laughs> during that fucking song. Yeah. All right, XXX Tentacion. Everybody dies yeah. in their nightmares. Take yeah. radio show. Scav Gene. Well, shit. Uh, let's jam out for the last one as well. Uh, this guy, I uh, if you listen to the last episode, then you know that I uh, was going to go see Beck. And I did. I saw him in Marymore Park. It's my favorite Thanks, spot. Dope. It's like Pine Knob meets a state fair with the best food carts ever. And, yeah, you uh, got me with the uh, you got me with the grills there, man. That, that has to be amazing. Yeah, I said I was going to cook a steak, but I felt like drinking that day, so yeah. I uh, <laughs> I opted for uh, just going to some food carts and shit. And th- and that's work too to have yeah. to put together a grill. Yeah, that, a little you know? bit. I wanted a party, yeah. so uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We were front row for this motherfucker. Front row, yeah. got front row yeah. at the at the box office. We went to buy yeah. tickets at the box office, which is like a it's like a shack that's off to the side of the parking lot. It's not really a parking lot. It's like a grassy parking area, and. Yeah. Uh, yeah, fucking front row for this fucking for this Beck. 
It was uh, awesome, dude. I got I got so lit. Yeah. Oh, I was wasted. <laughs> I was wasted. I was like Courtney Love. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. dude. At the end of the night, I was I was yelling at people, but like I was like happy, happy yelling. White girl wasted. Yeah, oh yeah, dude. I, I kept yelling. Like, <laughs> you know, I was like, did, did you have a good time, motherfuckers? Did you motherfuckers have a good time? <laughs> I, was, I was that guy. I was that guy. Heather kept saying no, that no. I was. I kept asking people if they enjoyed themselves thoroughly. <laughs> like, did you enjoy yourselves thoroughly? I don't remember doing any of this shit. I don't remember doing any of it. I actually kind of blacked out because I don't remember doing any of that. So yeah, that's why I got. I went to John Mayer. Oh, John Mayer, huh? How's he? How's that guy yeah. doing? It was a good show, man. He's a uh, he's a pretty badass guitar player, man. Oh yeah, super underrated guitar player. Super underrated. Yeah, guitar he's good. Player. I was uh, him and Jack was, White. Uh, yeah, yeah, he he shreds, man. His fingers are like nimble as shit. Like some of those, uh, some of those strums, I was like, holy shit! Mm-hmm. What's he doing? Yeah, he's, he's just yeah. It was almost mechanical, man. It was uh, you you could just tell he's a uh, he's a seasoned performer without question. Just like my man back, yeah, my man back been doing this shit. He been doing this yeah. shit for the early nineties. Back's dope. You know, since that Mellow Gold album, yeah. that classic Mellow Gold album. Yeah. Oh man, I love that record. Yeah. I love most of Beck's records, actually. And I love the record that I'm playing off of tonight, Guero, which is Spanish for white boy. Oh shit. Pretty much. I think that's what it is. It's like slang for white boy, little Guero. Is it? Is it Guero? Guero, G U E R O, Guero. Huh. Guero. And uh, the song I'm going to play is called Que Onda Guero, which is uh, <laughs> like, what's up, white boy? Oh, shit. Yeah. All right. You've heard this song before. We've all heard this song before. Sing along if you know it, my friends. This is back on the Vegas Radio Show. Scab D, Gene Tackman. See the vegetable man in the vegetable van with the horn that's honking like a mariachi band. In the middle of the street, people gather around. I wake TJ Cowboys hang around. Jack sleeping in the sidewalk with a Burger King crown. Never wake them up. Massive answer to the rooster crows. Vatos Vergallos. Chevers on cheap guitars, abuelitas with plastic bags, walking to the church with the Spanish candles. Little Baracho says, Que putas, andale hoto, your popsicles melting. Soccer ball, it's to be placed. Mango ladies, vendedoras at a bus stop, sing a band of macho chorus.
show scav gene your friends hi and i'd say that's about an episode yeah so what did we learn we learned that uh lansing is now cleveland uh we learned that uh mcgregor is a bitch you and i knew it the whole time um We learned that uh, Joel Osteen is okay. And, You're cool, uh, dude. Yeah. And we learned that uh, Method Man, he says, uh, sticking up Jews with German Lugers in that uh, song that Gene Techman played earlier in the hour. So. Yes. It's a pretty offensive line. I'm sure there's a lot of uh, Jewish music moguls that probably would not appreciate that rap lyric. I can most certainly say that's exactly why that didn't go through. I would say that is also a (laughs) no-no in the uh, music biz. Don't do that. Jimmy Iveen was like, uh, yeah, he heard that, and he was was like, "Eh, eh, no way. No way, bro. Zap that, and uh, yeah, we have a release date, so uh, push the album. Zap it and go. (laughs) Can't do that, Method Man. Uh, Especially when he was trying to break into Hollywood like he was, you know, he's like, I want to be on uh, fucking Fox. I want to be on a sitcom. <laughs> Red Man. Yeah, right. I want to do some uh, Cheech and Chong movies. So there you go. Gene Techman, where can our lovely listeners find you? You can find me on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. Got a page. It's Gene Techman. G-E-A-N-T-E-C-H-M-A-N. Perspective changer. Hip-hop expert. Holla at me. Yo. Yes, sir. And I'm Scav D, your pal, your kidney stone pal. <laughs> it's short for Scavenge Detroit, and I've got uh, the same kind of shit. I got the Facebook page and uh, the Bandcamp profile, and uh, I've got the fucking fake-ass radio station 2.0, man, and we're, we're going to start pumping out the hits here soon. This is uh, this is really a treat uh, sitting in this uh, this room tonight, man. Really yeah, a fucking treat. Yeah, looks thank dope. you, thank you. Yeah. It feels dope. Feels fucking dope too, man. Fake ass radio show 2.0 up in this bitch. Yeah. And, and to all those people uh, that are in Florida trying to ride out that storm, get the fuck out of there. I don't know what the fuck your problem is. Like, figure it out. Hop on a fucking a goat's back if you need to. But like, I know people that are like still chilling trying to weather the storm out are you silly like you're on a peninsula that's like like 
part of it's below ocean level. Get the hell out of there. Mm-hmm. Truth. Hey, Truth. But, uh, positive energy to everybody that's dealing with that bullshit, man. So, yo. Yeah. Gods are angry, man. The gods are angry. You, you know what I thought about? Like, 300 years ago, like, you wouldn't know that a hurricane was coming. You would just be hanging out, barbecuing, like, your, your, your catch, like, your pig that you, like, <laughs> slaughtered that day. You know what I mean? Yep. It's like roasting it, and all of a sudden, out of the blue, like the sky gets gray. And you're like, "Oh, eh, we better go under our little uh, shed here." And next thing you know, like you got fucking 180 mile per hour winds, like blowing you down. Like, yeah, best believe they started believing in a in a god. <laughs> <laughs> Real quick. Real quick. <laughs> yeah, I'm sorry, man. I'll never do that shit again. I swear to God. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'll never stare at that fucking the, the chick at the bank's tits ever again. I, I swear. Pig is evil. Don't ever eat pig again. If you eat pig, they'll they'll blow you down. They'll huff and they'll puff. God damn. Fake ass radio show. Yo. We got some uh, social medias as well. Got the Facebook. We got the Instagram, the IG, and uh, we've got the Twitter. Uh, follow the shit out of us on there. We're at Fake Ass Radio. All right. Get at it. Okay. Yeah. So with that. I'm Scav. I'm Gene Techman. And this is the Fake Ass Radio Show. Yeah. Have a good night. Have a good morning. Or afternoon. Or whatever time of day you're hanging out and doing whatever. Just be cool. Whenever you're listening, however you're listening, whether it be on uh, iTunes and you're giving us a five-star review or perhaps Google Play. Wink. Yep. Wink. Or SoundCloud, our beloved platform. Whatever you're doing, maybe you're passing a kidney stone. <laughs> um, we're glad that you are listening. Thank you very very much. Yeah. Good day. Peace.